The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At the sight of the crowds, Jesus heard, heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to dry them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon from Cana, and Ju Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these 12 after instructing them thus, do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, we all know that we are very close to celebrating the Father's Day. Not tomorrow, but today we celebrate it. The story is told about a father. A father who, as he lay dying, instructed his son to get a bag of money and hide it in the attic. A month after the father died, the son went to the attic and saw the bag of money still there. He opened the bag and found a lot of money in it. And just then, his father's voice was heard. Son, I did not go up. You should have placed it at the basement instead where I could have picked it up on my way down. Dear <laughs> <laughs> brothers and sisters, I would like to wish you all a happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are present here. And this is your day. Do you know why I said this is your day? Because someone told me that only one day of the year is the Father's Day. <laughs> And all the rest of the days are the Mother's Day. <laughs> I don't know whether it is true or not. <laughs> Only you know it. <laughs> Three brothers and sisters, the first verse of the Gospel today speaks of the heart of Jesus. The first verse of the Gospel today speaks about the heart of Jesus. It says, at the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity. Jesus' heart was moved with pity. 
to brothers and sisters, a heart, a heart, the heart of Jesus moved with a pity, with a, with a mercy, and with love for those who are troubled, for those who are abandoned and lonely. Last Friday, the church celebrated the great feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus. A heart from which flows infinite love and mercy. As it is, as it is written in the Gospel of John, chapter 19. On the cross, Jesus' heart was pierced with a lance from which gushed forth blood and water, signifying love and mercy by which we are all saved. One day after the Mass, I saw a mother and her son talking to each other, looking at the statue of the sacred heart of Jesus at the back of the church. The son asked his mother, Mom, why is the heart of Jesus is opened? Why is the heart of Jesus is opened? And the mother said, Yes, my son, Jesus offered his heart to be pierced, open for us. And in that he has manifested his infinite, infinite love for us. Then the son asked mother, Mom, if the heart is opened, it must be closed. But the heart of Jesus remains open. And the mother said, My son, the heart of Jesus is never closed against us. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, the heart of Jesus always remains open, even when we close our hearts against God with our, with our sin. Even when we close our hearts against Him, the heart of Jesus is always open for us. Jesus' heart remains open for us, that we may turn to Him, that we may come back to Him and experience His unconditional love and mercy. To brothers and sisters, this is the core of our religion, the core of our Christian faith life. It is all about love and mercy. Because our God is a God of love and God of mercy. Sometimes we gauge the love of God by the measure of our own love. We gauge the love of God by measuring with our human love. At times, even in the finest and the best of our relationships, we fail to understand the other and we fail to love the other. At certain, certain moments of our life, especially when others do not care for us or when they turn away from us, we also turn away from them. We become indifferent when they become indifferent to us. 
This is a limitation of our human love. And we often imagine God's love is like that. That is the reason many people complain that God is punishing them when they do not love Him or when they, when they turn away from Him. We think that God is offended and God punishes us. Dear brothers and sisters, it's a very wrong understanding of God's love. It's not a punishing God whom Jesus came to reveal to us. No. But a God whose heart is always open for us in love and inviting us to turn to Him, to return to Him. The parable of the prodigal son is the best example of it. It reveals the love of the Father, love of God. In the parable, the father, who was so generous with his love, waited for his son to return to him. Even though the son did not care for him, even the son did not obey him, even though the son sinned against him. But the father waited. When the son returned, the father ran to him, embraced him, and kissed him. The father knew, the father knew well, the only delight, the only meaning of the son's life was in his love for him. To brothers and sisters, this is our God. This is the heart of our God. This is our, our God's love for us. Even when we sin against God, we should not remain in our sinfulness. We should turn to Him. We should come back to Him. We must go back to Him. As God said through prophet Jeremiah, chapter 3, verse 31, He said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That's what God says. I have loved you with an everlasting life. To brothers and sisters, this unfailing love of God is the security and safety and delight of our lives. Amen.